the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. The number to call with your gardening questions are better yet. Uh, you can come on over. I don't know how long those were in that, that thing. You may not want to eat those. Okay, I won't. Yeah, I'll bring some more tomorrow. Uh, they were in the, the car for a while, like in the car it gets kind of hot. Oh, no, that right? just warms them up. Uh-huh, is that right? Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867, or come on by Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road and visit with us. Ask your gardening question in person. Do some shopping. Have some fun. This Tra- is Tomato Central. Yeah, it that's is. what. Uh, <laughs> you want to you wanna talk got, about that and start us off gallons? with that, Trace? You bet. Uh, if you need to plant them now. Now, if you now, want, if now, you, now, now. Today is the day if you're going to do it. Today? Today. Tomorrow, today tomorrow's today. okay as well, but okay. the longer you procrastinate, the more likely you're not going to get something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tycoons. I saw a lot yeah. of tycoons. We, we got celebrity out there. We got the STM 2255. Right. Ruby Crush. Valleycrat, the one that Calvin always forgets. And uh, yeah, Ruby it, Crush. It, it had Valleycat on there yes, only? Yes, they did. It had some Valleycat. Only? Did you look at the tag? Oh, okay. Uh, yes, I do remember from last week. I did. I looked at the tags. I did not look at all the tags. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> I called to get a clarification of that, but uh, I didn't. Didn't get a, get through to the grower. Mm. That's weird. They're not taking your calls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's surprising. That is weird. <laughs> so we uh, we have gallons. Uh, you guys saw the gallons are in front of us, aren't they? Right, they are. Yeah, and all different sizes. What else we got, Trace? Pretty good selection of uh, peppers. And, uh-huh. and I saw some oh. squash and some cucumbers, some beans. We got in. Uh, no, Jerry's gonna not like this one. Turmeric. Oh. Now it's like five feet tall, but uh, oh. it grows kind of like ginger. I'm not sure what you use the root for. Yeah, what? Turmeric. Use it to make curry. Use it for their medicinal people purposes. Always, people always ask for it. I saw it available, so oh. I brought some. Oh. I, I didn't know we could grow it here. I didn't either. <laughs> We're going to find out. Well, it's, yes. in a, it's in a pot, so maybe it has to be in a pot. I don't know. But uh, people have always asked for it, and this is the first time I've ever seen it available. So I brought 10. I didn't, I didn't go all in. <laughs> and they are uh, three-gallon cans. Wow. Okay. Oh, people who like turmeric swear by it. 
as a painkiller, as an anti-inflammatory? I, it, I use it for my joints. Okay. I, I take there you go. A couple of capsules. You could day. grow your own. You get you could, could you could get it fresh out of your garden. <laughs> He's thinking about it. <laughs> That's cool. So we have turmeric. Uh, I, then I think you use it. In, uh, we, got, we got in a new shipment of uh, citrus. Oh, good! Wow, did you? Uh, still not a still not a whole lot of oranges, but uh, lemons, <laughs> limes, figs. So we got a good selection of figs again. Wow! Loquats, which we hadn't had in a while. Yeah, some people like those things. Some people do. Uh, <laughs> you're killing us here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I never could get excited about it because you eat the skin. Yeah. You eat the peeling. Your mama would have peeled it for you. Yeah, well, that's true. She sure as hell wouldn't have eaten the peel. He, he didn't get it. <laughs> oh, the, he, he didn't get the pun. <laughs> oh. Did you intend on the no, pun? No, there was no there wasn't the pun. No pun. <laughs> Jerry peeled. tells the story like every every fruit and vegetable his mother would peel for him. There he he was kind of a spoiled boy. <laughs> peel, peel, my, peel my tomatoes. Oh, there we go. Grapes, grapes too. Ooh, there's a pretty. <laughs> is that the uh, Oso red? That's his orange. That's his orange? That's his orange. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. It's yeah. red to me. Yeah, no. It, it's distinct. Yes. Put the two side by side. Oh, okay. But it, it is it is a, a unique color. That's the uh, bougainvilleas. You got, uh, the, those are in hanging baskets. Uh, Ooh, and you've yeah, switched out the hanging baskets. We've got... Uh, within our site. Yeah, pretty good selection. And I see... What's, what's in our, what's, what's in our site there? Because well, those I'm, used to be bougainvilleas. From silver here, pony I see silver ponyfoot, asparagus okay. fern... Uh, sweet potato vine, pur- purple striped Jew. I don't know if we're allowed to call it that anymore. Uh, <laughs> purslane, vinca, and that's all I can see. But I think there's some more things. Do you have any Crossandra? Crossandra? Uh, only about a hun- <laughs> only about a hundred. Yeah, we can see them. <laughs> New TSA orange. I'm glad you came up with that, Trace. I like that better. So uh, you know we're not running a real ad right now, so it's in store specials. Okay, and that's so right. So that one's still on. And uh, the regular twenty four ninety nine, we have them on special for twelve eighty eight, two for twenty. Okay, so it's that's a good deal. It's legitimately, you you buy one less than half price and you get the other one free. <laughs> Almost. I like it. Yeah, we can't ring it up that way. Oh, that's, okay. But that's how it really works. Okay, I see you've got a new shipment of my favorite hibiscus. Did we? Yeah. Oh, flare. perennial hibiscus. Flare. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh. I was, try- I was trying to think if it was the the I good one. Any- I didn't get any Althea's in. What, what is he talking about? <laughs> the good one. <laughs> Although I met some people at the show this last week uh, that might do us a good job on Althea's. Oh, great! Wait a minute, on Althea. Uh, you're oh, Al- really? you're Althea. Yeah. Okay. The uh, not the Blue Angel though. Uh, I th- maybe. Uh, that's patented. Well, that doesn't mean they wouldn't pay the patent. <laughs> okay, that'd be but good. They, we had we had some interest in reviving some of the the lost plants from the uh, the Texas Superstar list. That's good. Oh, good. Yeah. So we had a a good forty five minute, maybe to an hour conversation with a local, almost local grower to. Uh, <laughs> Start reintroducing some of those back into the system. Oh, good! That's exciting. I, I was happy because uh, yeah, you I mean, Moy Grande was one of them that we we haven't oh, been able wow. to get. Oh wow! Yeah. So uh, 
there, there's plans to get some of these things put back in. That's good. Yeah, that'll be great. Well, there's some flare I mean, is a Texas super. They, are, they already grow that one. So uh, oh, is that right? Yep. So he's. Uh, it was a very promising conversation. Yeah, these yeah. these are are young young flares, uh, and uh, they haven't got but uh, haven't got flowers on them. But I think they will will by in the fall. They they'll keep right on blooming until the end of fall. So it's, it's always fun to walk through the those shows and see what's new. And, but you got to do it with blinders on. Yeah. So the people you want to talk to, you got time to talk to them, and the people you don't, you can. Keep oh, okay. Uh, but, wait a minute. Can they be? Can vendors be a little aggressive? Uh, if you give them eye contact, uh, uh, that's all it takes. Then, then you're stuck for okay. at least five minutes for a spiel. Oh, okay. So uh, met, met some new plumeria source people and desert rose. Oh, no. good. Yeah, we were talking so about I, the desert. So I saw some double desert rose. Now I have double. I have. I have those in. Oh, the desert uh, rose are in. Uh, yes. Where are they? Uh, they are right by the entrance. Oh, okay. Okay. But Where are they? Uh, th- this guy had uh, different colors, and I, it'll be next year before we can do it. But he had doubles, and they were spectacular. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Did you make it out there or no? Uh. Uh-uh. I didn't think so. Uh, I was. I was uh, turning, asking Milton before we started. I said, I don't think Jerry made it out there this no. year. What we're talking about is the Texas Nurserymen and Landscapers Association. Right. And that's TNLA Expo. I have mine. And that's where we all go to (laughs) converse and look, see what, uh, converse with other professionals and see what's what's upcoming. I had had my ambassador out there. Did you see my ambassador? Yeah, I talked with him for a while. Well, there was a few. (laughs) So I I saw David. Yeah. uh, Larry Dave, Stein. Dave, yeah, and then um, Greg. Oh, Greg! Then? I did see yeah. Greg. He was, he was there. He was, was he, he was part of that meeting. Oh, okay. <laughs> was he giving him help? I was, I was thinking about. No, Ron. he was super nice. Oh my gosh, Greg! Yes, Greg. Greg Grant. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who used to work here in Perry County? Yeah, that's that same one. Okay, that, that same one. Wow. <laughs> I, I don't know where y'all all got that from, but uh, he, he's super nice. Yeah, Greg's very no, nice. No, no, he's very nice. That's why he's but just the opposite of Unless that. he's that's picking on Jerry. Yeah. Well, that's easy to do. Yeah, yeah, that's easy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's almost like yeah. Neil Sperry. Pick on Neil Sperry. What's that? It's almost as easy as Neil Sperry. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, I had one vendor come around the corner. I was talking to somebody else, and he comes around the corner and said, Oh, I was looking for you. Well, you found me. I could hear you two rows over. Uh, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that wow. never happens. Oh, okay. So uh, uh, there was a Christmas tree guy there. Oh, Had good. Some beautiful Fraser firs. So my first question to him was, "Do you have any Christmas trees?" You, you think the answer would be yes, right? Yeah. No. And I said, "Well, why are you here?" That's a good question. So, uh, anyway, there is going to be another Christmas tree shortage. Oh, man. I guess is where I was leading. Yeah. Uh, although we should be in much better shape than we were last year. Uh, but got to put that in the back of your mind. So, is that like the <laughs> other shortages, too, where you want to get here early? and? Uh, you bet. That one, okay. definitely. Because uh, every Christmas tree everywhere is cut at the same time. So, you know, we do give ours a fresh cut, put them in water immediately. Most places do not. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, so ours are always going to be fresher because of that. But it's still a good idea to get it early. Hey, we can talk about uh, David's going to be here next weekend. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's going to be. Vegetables. Vegetables. Warm weather vegetables, part one. Bum, bum. And you got bum, to, bum. you'll got have tomatoes ready. I have tomatoes. Peppers. Peppers. David's going to talk a lot about turmeric, I imagine. Uh, I think that'll be half the conversation. <laughs> I bet it will. <laughs> we, uh, well, David, if you're listening, I hope you're preparing. We used is that a to... vegetable or a root? Is it a root vegetable? Uh, it, to my understanding, it's like uh, ginger. So, yeah, yeah I think it's, it's a, a root. Okay. Yeah, we, uh, we used to recommend middle of August, first to the middle of August. For what? To plant tomatoes. Oh, okay. But uh, since, since the weather gotten so hot and dry, uh, we probably need to move it down a little so people will get in the mood. Milton, <laughs> when should you plant tomatoes? Now. Now, that's right. Now, now. this moment. <laughs> get them now, today. Plant them tomorrow. You're still okay. Get them tomorrow. Plant them tomorrow. <laughs> we'll know. Those tomatoes have little tracking devices on them, so we know if they aren't planted. Actually, that's not true. Okay. Uh, what was I going to say? So David will be here. That's uh, what time was that? I believe that's uh, so ten to eleven thirty. Ten to eleven thirty. Yeah, ten to eleven thirty. Oh, we got in, uh, and I had never seen this before. Same same supplier, a dwarf mulberry. Huh. Not, not microphylla. A, no. a dwarf, real dwarf mulberry. That's what it says. Okay. <laughs> that's what it says. So, uh, so the, the leaf is a little different. Uh, uh, it's, it's interesting. I, I only brought like five because right, I, I didn't know what to expect either. So. Yeah. Is, it, is it white or just purple like the regular one? Uh, right now they yeah. are green leaves <laughs> and brown stems. Oh. <laughs> but, I'd uh, wait for that one. <laughs> the, uh, and it's supposed to say, what, what, what is dwarf? I, I don't know. Oh, uh, didn't it say how tall it is? Uh, it says dwarf mulberry. Oh. So we'll have to Google that one. I, they may have already made a sign for yeah. it. So Mary may know more than I do off the top of my head. Yeah, maybe. Uh, well, <laughs> a dwarf mulberry, you know what happens to mulberries in this area? The birds get them all. And then they poop on your car. And then you get but, webworms. But these, if it's a true dwarf, uh, uh, semi-dwarf, you can cover it. Oh. Keep, keep them from eating the fruit. Maybe they they almost look like they have a weeping effect to it. Yeah, that okay, that'd be good. So it looked to me like you don't have to climb on a ladder to pick either. Uh, so well, that, David likes that. Yeah. So what am I looking for? I was going to Google it. Uh, dwarf, dwarf mulberry. Yeah. Okay. But I so, have seen a weeping one before, so there may, that'd be maybe one of its parents. Well. So yeah, I have I have dwarf mulberry, dwarf ever bearing mulberry tree. What does it uh, say the size? Height, 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 oh, oh, height, 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 height. Yeah. Well, assuming it's the same thing, let's see what if it's, it gives me the height. Do 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 do. Up to it looks like uh oh. Ships. It doesn't tell me. Give me a give me a thing here. Well, it tells me about the place I'm going to get them. <laughs> characteristics. Sorry, let's look under characteristics. Okay. Uh. The regular trees will get 15 feet tall. Oh, man, it doesn't. Oh, more mature, than that. Mature yeah. size, 10 to 15 feet uh, tall. 
What? 15 to 20. Maybe that's not the dwarf. No, 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 no. <laughs> He's right now. Normal size is 35. So if they're going to get 10 oh. to 15, that would be dwarf. Uh. But Jerry's actually right. There's Dwarf can be many things. Yeah. Okay. So it's there we go. Smaller than, <laughs> smaller than standard, I guess. Yeah, Sweet okay. fruit. Self-pollinating. Does it say anything about the bo- birds eating and pooping on the lawn? You know, it doesn't. I'm surprised uh, they didn't yeah. include that. And uh, uh, what color are they? You know, you've got are to learn. To, you've red? got to let that go. Learn to forgive the birds, Jerry. That's not <laughs> their fault. That's just what they do. Yeah, let them do that on your car, and you'll you will see how you like forgiveness. I park under a tree here at the nursery. Uh, on oh the other no, side. no, I I, I, I your house. Uh, but no, I, so I I know bird poop on cars. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's there's a bird that does not like my truck here. <laughs> same bird every time. Yeah, same, same bird. bird. It's, he just look, he it gets over be. here. Saturday about eleven o'clock. I park. <laughs> have, you, have you identified it? Yeah. No, because he you waits till it, it, it's black. And he gave it a name. It's Fred. <laughs> uh, Fred. There you go. Fred. Yes. You know, they, we've got a book on uh, identifying birds by their scat. We do, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. we do animals. Who did that? Who did, the, who did that kind of research? <laughs> yeah, uh, somebody did because we we talked about it on the show. Yeah, we had a scat book, but that was for all animals. It wasn't just birds. I thought it was just birds. No, heck no. No, we have, we have little pamphlets about scat. Do you really? Uh, I'd have to see if we have them in stock. Oh wow. <laughs> to but, identify but, by the scat, right? Well, I'm I'm pretty sure it's larger animals. Oh, yeah, this uh, was like raccoons, deer, and possums. Yeah, elephants. The big three. I would I think birds, cat would all look the same. If <laughs> no, you if you've got ele- if you've no. got elephants in the yard, you know you you need to know. This would tell you. This book would tell you. Uh, plus, well, you haven't mentioned that Mark is here, coming in for Calvin. I know. I, was, I, was I, I forgot that. Gonna, we just jumped mean. jumped into the show. Mark is in for Calvin today, so uh, uh, we encourage any any questions you want to. Reach out to the audience for and see if they'll call us. I want rain rangers to call us uh, and tell us how much rain they got. That would be fun. Yeah. Because it was isolated and scattered. Yeah. yeah. Didn't we have a tree question that, y'all, that nobody could answer and we were going to wait for him to show up? Oh. It was like two weeks ago, maybe? Oh, man. I don't remember. I should write these things down. You should. Rats. <laughs> uh, You're very good at texting me, but sometimes... Yeah, I'm uh, trying to remember what it was. It'll come back. I don't know. It was, it was one that, that you, tree stopped me in, in the parking lot. There was one, oh. and I had no clue what it was. If you called... Uh, oh, that was the picture. That was yeah. That was like six weeks ago. Okay. Oh, okay. So if you called with a tree question that we didn't answer, Mark is here. <laughs> he can answer it, guaranteed, or your uh, money back. I don't know. He couldn't, he couldn't tell me what that picture was. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. Mark can try to answer I, I may be able he may be able to answer. No guarantee. Yeah, be careful. You Did got the you, beautiful poinciana out there, too. I see that. I, I remember Did, advertising uh, in the old days. Uh, we had manual floors come to the stores, and if anybody could stump them, that we gave them a gift certificate. Yeah. <laughs> How many gift certificates did you give away? Uh, not too not many. many. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah he's good. He, yeah, he is good. a walking encyclopedia. Yeah. Hey, did you see the different grasses? Particularly the new one that the A&M is promoting? I'm not sure what we're talking about. 
Uh, it's a new true hybrid St. Augustine that was developed uh, at the uh, Coit Road I facility. Guess, I guess not. Okay. I thought I stopped and talked to every sod supplier. Yeah, well, there were there were a few, and there was about three synthetic sod people. Yeah, I there kept today. walking. Those were my blinders. I yeah, didn't. you don't. Yeah, I talked to them. <laughs> anyway, no, uh, called uh, 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 Doctor Bowlings and uh, Doctor Whirling were talking about it. Uh, called Cobalt, and it reminded me because I was looking at your shirt there. It's Cobalt. And it's a true St. Augustine hybrid that is drought tolerant and cold tolerant. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's always a good one. We started start bringing in that uh, Palo, uh, what was the name of it? Palo, uh, Pro Vista. Yeah. Pro, Pro no, I, I have it here. Pro Vista so and Cobalt. That one, so we've been told, could be the replacement for Floritan. You're going to get yeah. Jerry upset. Yeah. Well, that ain't going to be hard because we can't get floor tab already anymore. But I was looking at this cobalt, and I'm like, I think I know one of its parents or where they took some of the DNA from. It It was pretty thick on the on the stolen. So I'm like, mm-hmm. hmm, this looks very familiar. Hmm. So, so, I, so I think there will be two replacements for floor tab. So what, what were its uh, upsides and its downsides? The, the upsides, it was uh, uh, more drought tolerant, very, very drought tolerant. And it was cold tolerant. That was the other major thing, so that they could grow Tested into the Metroplex. So it's at Coy Road so over the, in, uh, in Dallas. So the testing it. on ProVista oh, said it's as drought tolerant or more drought tolerant than Floritam. Yeah. And it is more shade-forgiving. Than most of your other St. Augustines, including Palmetto. Yeah, I think so. That I think that's a advantage for Provista. Uh, they didn't mention any shade tolerance. Now, for the other than we, normal, we know Jerry doesn't like glyphosate, but Provista <laughs> uh, is uh, glyphosate resistant. Is that is that what we're saying now? Yeah. Well, that's that's uh, 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 your that's management. The- one of your management tools in your toolbox is. Glyphosate. It, it almost needs to be. Yeah, but the problem is. See, we're, heard, we're walking heard, around heard the, the issue. Yes, I, I know. The problem that if you go out and lay on it, you could get uh, capture. My yeah. answer is if you eat enough peanut butter. <laughs> These views are do not represent. Yeah, the views of Jerry are purely his own. <laughs> Don't represent that of Millburgers, anybody near here, people driving by. <laughs> you get the idea. Yeah. Well, the crazy people that believe that about glyphosate will probably believe that about the grass. I don't know. Yeah. I don't anyway, know. yeah, it, uh, there's, there's new grass cultivars on the horizon. And they were come tested. by to Millburgers to find out. And they were tested for cold tolerance and drought tolerance at Court. Yeah. Up at Dallas. Yeah. Nowhere else. I don't know. They didn't go into it. I didn't ask on, on that that's, one. That's an important yeah. question. I, it was it was developed purely at uh, at Court Road with their, their gen, geneticist. Uh, I forget her name, Doctor. Um, that's a know. that's a dangerous test slide. 
Well, you and I remember when it was all country, all, yeah. all yeah. open. I saw a picture of it now, and it's completely surrounded by houses. Huh. It's just like, well, I don't know. Yeah. I think y'all got to move out somewhere. <laughs> when uh, The reason I say that's dangerous up there, because when Jim McAfee, uh, hmm. my partner in Co- Floritown, uh, he he was stationed up there in that. Uh, head, that was his headquarters. He's passed, Milton. Uh, I'm just glad you're not talking about. <laughs> but uh, they brought in some floor town that wasn't floor town. That court room. Mm-hmm. I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't mean to get him started on that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and, and this is a good time. We do need to take a break. We're a little late for oh. once. So this is a good time to take a quick break. 210-308-8867. Tree questions. Rain Rangers, give us a call at 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM. The answer. If you love me, let me know. If you don't. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The an- uh, the answer. Al's going to play. Uh, <laughs> that was the question. <laughs> trick question. Yeah, the trick question. Uh, where are we, Milton? Yes, uh, Millburgers on the uh, answer. Okay. okay, there we go. <laughs> and uh, Al's going to Al's getting really pay good at tribute that. to Olivia Newton-John today. Yeah, uh, she passed away. Hey, uh, did you guys see the tree hugger people out there? Were they? I think he said he was going to be there, but I'm not sure. I did not. Okay, now, you maybe have to he remember was... this is one of the world's largest conventions. Oh, okay. So uh, uh, if you mini, didn't, mini, 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 mini I don't believe he had a booth. Yeah, that's, I that, that's he was that just sounds like. It. So if you don't have to go to a big convention to see what a tree hugger looks like, you can come right here to Millburgers and check it out. Uh, the uh, tree hugger sprinkler is absolutely great. Uh, has uh, three different sizes: seven, eleven, and fifteen inch. Yeah, open it up. That's right. It, it has a little hinge on it, and you close it around the tree. Why are you laughing at me? And it's great radio. It is great. Well, cause, come by and watch Milton do this. Yeah, commercial. so well, that's why I had the sound effects. You open it up. People can vision that, and then you close it around the tree. A little bit of water will uh, take care of that root ball. Uh, if you turn it up a little higher, uh, it'll take care of the um, the drip line. Uh, so it does a great job. I even use it on grass, and I talked to Bob, and Bob said a lot of people are doing that. On their watering day, they're, in fact, he got a call. I don't know if they're in saws or not from somebody in Spring Branch that has one. And like, uh, well, spring, sprinklers themselves are few and far between. Oh, Just are find, they? Finding one is uh, mm-hmm. for regular usage is, uh, can be a conundrum. <laughs> There you go. Well, we got them here at Mill Burgers. You'll also find the tree hugger uh, at, um, at HEB. But come on over here and take a look at it. It's Tree Hugger Sprinklers. Treehuggersprinklers.com is the website to learn more about it. All right, 210-308-8867. So we need rain reports. Our rain rangers need to call us and tell us how much. Uh, Mary said you got two inches of rain here. I wouldn't doubt it. There was water in the creek. Oh, wow, wow. really? Okay, that's pretty impressive. Um, I had I had rain on Monday morning, Monday, Monday did, afternoon. Did it sound like this when it was raining? <laughs> <laughs> I was 
counted 59 drops. <laughs> Did you count them as, as they fell? One, two, three, four, yeah. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, we're they three, fell, 50, they fell 58, 59. My only question is, was your mouth open? <laughs> and, yeah. and did you park under the same tree that Milton parked under? <laughs> yeah, don't do that. I didn't get out there fast enough to, uh, to count them my up. mouth. Uh, we did. We get. Well, I don't think we got. We got a little bit. I think it was Monday too. Yeah. And but, we didn't get much on Wednesday, which or Thursday, which is the big day we were supposed to get the rain. Hey, let's talk to Nolan real quick. He's got a question at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Nolan, before we go into your question, did you get any rain? No, I'm. I've been trying to watch some of these storms, and, and I've got a little, you know, radar app on my phone and. Waterloo County has kind of a bubble over it, and, and you'll see the squall line come in from the northeast to the northwest, and they just kind of split and go right around Guadalupe County, and then they come right back together when they get south of it. And, and yeah. so, yeah, we, we, we haven't gotten any rain in a long time. I'm sorry. Okay, I didn't mean to bring it up. Well, let's see if we have a good <laughs> Sorry, mm. Nolan. What else we got? How can we help you? <laughs> well, I've been cleaning out some some uh, brush and stuff down in a river bottom uh, below my house, and I found three or four small pecan trees. They're about, I'd say, maybe 12, 18 inches tall. Uh, they're in good shape. They've got, you know, the leaves are nice and green on them. They haven't started curling up yet, and... Uh, I was wondering what time of year is it the best time to try to dig those up and put them in a pot and then grow them a little bit and replant them somewhere. Winter. Yeah. When it yeah. goes dormant. When the rule of thumb. How big is winter? How big are these? Oh, they're about, I'd say, 12, 18 inches tall at the most. Oh, oh okay, good, good. Uh, I was just performing my taproot demonstration uh uh, members of the walnut family tend to have a very long juvenile taproot. Oh, you you know they're not going to be nice pecans, right? Well, uh, a pecan tree is a pecan tree. I know there's a jillion yeah. different trees. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're getting ready to see a difference if you plant that seedlings. What kind of pecans do you do you have a, a native pecans on the river bottom, or what? What kind of? Yeah, they're tree? usually the ones we see are uh, a couple inches long, but but they rarely hit the oh. ground because of all the squirrels. Yeah, a couple inches long. Uh, that's pretty good. I'd say yeah, uh, about an inch and a half. Yeah, I used. They're to not put... the little bitty ones that taste nah. really good, but they're a lot of work to get out. Yeah. But, <laughs> but my mother wants them to be about a, a, your thumb to the first joint. Um, pretty small, in other words. Uh, I used to collect uh, the pecans for uh, the Ar- National Arbor Day Foundation. They had a Teddy Roosevelt Rough Rider pecan down on, on Roosevelt Street. <laughs> and I could tell between the modern grafted one and the native ones real easy hmm. native ones big as your thumb the i mean sorry the the modern ones big as your thumb the native ones about half the size mm-hmm. so it's really easy to collect yeah. so what jerry's getting at is the yeah uh, they may be small <laughs> yeah you uh okay. do you plan to graft it or can you no, I'm just gonna uh, try to you know dig them up and replant them somewhere. Uh, my, my son's 
got a new house in one of these subdivisions that don't have many trees. So I uh, thought I'd try to grow it for a little bit and then and then plant it out there in his backyard. All right, yeah. So wintertime is uh, the best time to do it, in t- first of December to first uh, of July, first uh, of February. Uh, it's a good time to do it. And uh, okay. remember, it has a long tap root, so try to find a container which is longer than wider. Okay. Does your son All live right. in uh, Guadalupe County? Yes, sir. Near a river? Near the nope. river? No, but it's no. going to be Blackland Prairie. Yes, sir. Yeah, he's, he's in one of those subdivisions out there. Yeah, north I'm of like, town, close to Navarro, that the that's got that good black gumbo soil. They'll grow yeah. just about anything. Do you do you want uh, him to curse you after you're gone? <laughs> don't be plant. Well, I sure that, hope not. Don't plant that pecan out there. But he'll always remember you. <laughs> yeah, every, yeah. Every, every dent in the vehicle. <laughs> Well, get him, get him a, a some some kind of oak or red oak, Texas red oak, or mm-hmm. something that uh, would make a nice shade tree, and not have okay. a, some problems with it. All right. Well, uh, normally, I would agree with Jerry on this one, but yeah, hey, if you got a few there, try it. I, okay. I am sitting in for Calvin. I'm gives... sitting in for Calvin, so <laughs> the the Calvin is the eternal optimist. So it... it'll grow. Yeah, I'm not doubting it. It'll grow. With it comes all the problems. After it grows, mm-hmm. and he may not be around for his son to. You mean kick like his we- behind web- webworms and dropping fruit yeah. and dropping branches? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We <laughs> need we, the house. We need some pecan tree owners to call in and defend the pecan tree. <laughs> I liked our pecan. Yeah, I know tree. they're pretty bad about dropping a real sticky sap and 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 stuff like they, that. But, oh, uh, they oh, did, I but about the sap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you know we got over it. You just get the car washed. Yeah. What scared me was the limbs. Yeah, that's what scared me. I didn't care about the nuts falling on the uh, the house or anything. It was the limbs that I was a scared. I was I was a scared were going to fall. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, were you plant? Were you wanting to plant the pecan tree so he could get harvest pecans? Yeah, maybe. No. Yeah, maybe it might take a little while. Don't do it. Oh, okay. Uh, Don't no, do that it. would be good. It would be good for wildlife. Okay. <laughs> Man, you are Calvin today. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so no, go ahead and do it. Uh, yeah, go you, ahead, you use, use try to use uh, similar soil when you're planting it up. Don't don't use a potting mix. Okay. Uh, All right. Use a native soil. One th- one thing after you right after you dig it, you want it to air 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 that root out about uh, a week or two. I think he's no, setting no, you no, up. He said no, no, uh-huh. no, 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 what? no. That's no, right. that's not right. Well, pecan. It's a get it into in the, the ground as soon as possible and and a good good moisture. Oh, okay. Good All right, moisture Bill, this well, year. The <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks for calling. I do appreciate it. All right, yes, sir. Giggle. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Wow, and he slipped the Aggie thing in there. I'm glad. I'm glad Trace wasn't listening. Yeah. All right. As I wear my University of Michigan shirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got. He probably knew I was a, a T-sip. I had the 59 drops on Monday. Yeah. And then when was it? Wednesday? Uh, it 
It actually wet my patio. That's what I'm going to. Yeah. I'm not using a rain gauge. I'm just, just seeing if it wets the patio. And it wet the patio. Uh, it didn't fill. It didn't fill up my uh, bird bath. So that means it was less than an no. inch. But here, here at the nursery, yeah. If you did, you drive through that little place over there where I parked by the nasty bird. Yeah. The uh, the puddles were full. Is that right? The little, the little uh, <coughs> not the puddles. The um, what? Puddles. Yeah. I would settle for a puddle. Did you settle for a puddle? Yeah. How about a poodle? <laughs> uh, Maybe that, too. Well, so I, so. well it was spotty. Yeah. Thank you, Al. You're a little late. Yeah. you gotta, you got <laughs> got to be right there, Al. I'll have to get, kind of give uh, you some hints. These are the, the jokes are flying fast. Yeah. Well, I did say it was scattered. Well, that, that, wasn't, that wasn't actually a joke. That was just Mark talking. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Al. He likes to do that. He does like to do that a little too much. The, uh, what was I going to say? Um, so I have a question. Oh, no. Explain to me, and I'm going to let Mark do it. Uh, what? Because I think, I think I've asked this before, and I've gotten like, like, it's like, we don't talk about this. Don't talk about this. Oh. So, just like he was talking about in Guadalupe County, okay. we'll see, like, I'll be looking at, at uh, my, I'll be at work, oh. typing away, oh. working at my computer. Oh. the heat beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Okay. And then you'll see a little little icon that says, rain coming. And it'll be coming down 35, just chugging away. Big old yellow, green, red thing. And, and then you just watch it, and it gets to about 1604, and it just goes away or goes around. <laughs> and then I'll tell you my theory about okay. why rain is good. Statistically, over time, if you look at a site, a certain area, uh, you know, over decades, there's not a lot of statistical evidence. Oh, but, to, if, to, but if you look like one or two or three years, yeah. you swear that there's actually an avoidance. Uh, um, that it would actually, the heat island, the increased temperatures in an urban setting actually form some kind of dome on it. But uh, the, that, that's a, statistically over time, you, you can't find it. Okay. So this is... But, but four or five years, you would swear just like that gentleman says. You'd swear and look at it and go, yeah, it actually does it. You can almost predict it as you see the big thing. Now, it depends on the storm. Uh, but yeah, it's like, okay... And they'll even show in the models. It kind of comes down 35, stops at Bucky's, <laughs> yeah. comes over, keeps going. And Makes then, a right-hand turn. And, yeah, gets to San Antonio and then, whoop, okay, forget about you, San Antonio. But here's my theory. Okay. It's my theory. You and got you, a theory. You can name it after me. Okay. See, I think that one of the good things about rain, besides the humidity, is that rain begets rain because it cools down the temperatures. And if there is that dome, it sort of uh, negates its effect a little bit. Give it up, Milton. No, because I've seen where, it, where, <laughs> where we finally get rain, and then it won't stop raining. Yeah, yeah no. Okay. <laughs> the, if, uh, if, you have, if you believe what I say, call us. Yeah. If you can help me defend my principle no, and, and theory. There, there is a, a well-known training effect. Okay. So in a certain weather pattern, once it starts, right, it right. trains along. It continues to uh, pull up from a certain area and pull that moisture right along. Okay, uh, so path. it is taking the moisture that fell. 
No, is it, no, it's producing the more moisture is coming in, and it's following a certain track. Okay. Whether that is physically attributed to that on the ground, no. All right. Probably not, but there is. I've heard that theory rain. too. That, yeah. that as it comes in, the moisture in the ground makes it rain. We 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 do we do see differences in areas which has been denuded, denuded, and those such has vegetation like trees. We do see an effect that the trees actually beget beget more rain. Oh, okay. And the denuded areas increases the less chance of rain. Years from now, we'll find out my theory is correct. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll all be passed by then. <laughs> People telling the story. Now, he had this theory. He's passed now. But he's had this theory <laughs> that now has been proven today. Uh, I think it uh, sucks it out of the ground because I've, I've heard it sucking. Is that right? Well, your house? I do not want to go to your house. Uh, your house sounds uh, frightening. Sucking out Wait, Sometime today, we have to talk about <laughs> stages. Because the EAA, the Edwards Aquifer Authority, uh-huh. is about to make a change. I, oh. think, I think they're going to delay it, though, a couple more days. They're going to go to stage four. Okay. And people are confused on stage four versus what really happens. I wanted to the, give you sound effects. Yeah, I know, I know. I just, that's what I'm enjoying. It. Okay. And stage two, which is what SAWS is under the city of San Antonio stages. Right. And we, on recommendation of SAWS to the city manager, we will probably stay in stage two. Oh, stay in stage two? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Because the, the, the EAA's stages only affect us, SAWS, um, because we have to keep reducing the amount of water going coming from the Edwards. Yeah, you have. Right. Okay. So, but we can make it up. Yeah, you have other other cities can't and places can't make it up. New Braunfels, Elmo Heights, they would have to put more restrictions on their on their citizens. Yeah, they get. Is it? Uh, there's a quota that you can take out of the aquifer when right, it goes right. to a certain stage. Yeah, we have. It's not. A, yeah, it's a quota. It's a Pers- percentage. Percentage. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, that I hope we stay at stage two. Yeah. So uh, do I. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Let's take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call and tell us what's going on in your gardening world. Back in a moment with Mark Peterson, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and I'm Milton Glick. Back in a moment from Mill Burgers on 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer let's talk about a uh, second uh, before we get some calls at 210-308-8867 about Spider-Man. Spider-Man termite and pest control. I had the opportunity to visit with Spider-Man twice this week and uh, talked to him a little bit about what's going on. He may even call us today. If not, he may call us tomorrow. Okay. okay. Well. So yeah, we like talking to Spider-Man. But uh, if you've got something bugging you at your house, if you're looking for a pest control company, 
uh, and you want a company that's going to have a a relationship with you in the sense that they're going to they know who you are, they know you're a customer, they know the situation. Because he was talking about a situation where you know someone called and they were you know uh, they were worried about this and they'd been a customer for a long time and. You know, he just calmed him down and said, you know, it's going to be okay. We'll, we're going to come on out. So they really treated them. I mean, I, I know this is, sounds cliche, but they treated them like family. You know, hey, we're going to take care of you. Don't worry about it. We'll be there blank. Will this, that be okay? And he said by the time the call was over, the, the customer had, was nice and relaxed and calm. And so if there's something bugging you at the house and you want a company that's going to treat you right, know your situation, take a look at the, the problem holistically to help you get rid of it, uh, then you want to call Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. Or online at GoSpiderManPest.com. You'll like working with the gang over there at Spider-Man Termite. And pest control. Go SpiderManPest.com. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free. It's 866-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of the show. What else you got going on? I was gonna say is uh since you didn't go to the expo, uh what did you hear from uh, all your other reports? Nothing. Uh, yeah, just a positive report from uh, uh, my man Rob. Which yeah, I know. On, on the scene. See, you didn't get it, his attendant. Yeah, I knew I exactly it who it was. It was okay. Rob. <laughs> but uh, he called me and said that uh, several several of the growers there are going to start growing the Texas Superstars, be a source of those. Uh-huh. And he mentioned more grande. Yeah. And uh, I hope somebody will take up flair, too. Uh, but he said they were growing flair already. Yeah. Who? I thought Trey said that. Trey, Trey said this one that he's talking to that wants to grow Moy Grande. He's also doing flares right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> but there are certain colors that you and I prefer that uh, I don't happen to see all that much. So I was kind of hoping they would expand their flare varieties. Well, yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> but I, I don't know where you get peppermint flare. Yeah. Maybe Greg. I bet Greg has something some stored away. Stored away. Yeah, yeah. But in, not, in, not the, in the vest grant uh, estate. <laughs> He's got a refrigerator, too. Oh, okay. But they don't come back truthfully. <laughs> But does he empty out his occasionally? <laughs> occasionally. <laughs> occasionally. But anyway, uh, he had good news about a uh, vinca, per- periwinkle, that was found. No, it's not vinca, periwinkle. It oh. was. It was found in Kerrville, and it's kind of. It's kind of red. It's kind of on the... No, it's... Uh, it can't be Vinca. Not Vinca. Uh, uh, I don't know. The marsh... The desert... Uh, de, de, not desert rose. No. Moss rose? No. No, we need your help. Per, uh, uh, Rob said that there's they, they found one in, in Kerrville. That's it. But... We don't know it's what Pavonia. the Pavonia. Pavonia. Red red Pavonia. He was oh. talking about that at the show. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. We got so at Rock Rose, uh, uh, that would be kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, the, the lady's funny uh, there in Kerrville. I visited with her. She went went to a, she wanted to name it after her mother, which is fine. And uh, she went, she had the delusions or illusions of uh, making quite a bit of money. Delusions. Out of it. Because uh, there's not one on the market like that. Be happy if you get a penny apiece. Yeah, right. And so, <laughs> and so she, she, I went up there to see it. Uh, she, she had ridden us and wanted, uh, offered to, for us to come by and see it. But uh, she wanted. Me, I, I didn't did, touch did, it. Did you show up an hour early and take cuttings? No, <laughs> I, I didn't touch it. <laughs> this, his, this woman had uh, his left hand is raised. His right hand is on. Yeah, on his nose. This woman had uh, papers for me to sign. What? <laughs> Swearing that I wouldn't uh, wouldn't promote it. Wow, you wouldn't. Would not. Okay. Because she wanted to make money, patent it. And she That's sent it fine. to some pretty good places that could have done that, but uh, they all let her down mm. oh. to the point that she, uh, <laughs> I just let her run her course. I told her that chances of that's going to be very slim. And uh, I let her run her course, and finally she called and said, you can come get it if you want. Oh, wow. Oh. Just, just keep my mother's name on it. Hey, um, we have uh, David on the line. I think I have a suggestion for him, too. Uh Hi, David. David's got some feral cats giving him problems. And Jerry is not allowed to answer this question Uh, at all. Wait a minute. What about 270? No. No. (laughs) David, what's going on? We have a couple minutes. A few things before. Uh, I heard that call about the country. Do not do it. If you have a house, Uh, do not do it. The only wildlife that like pecans are rats because when you have a good crop every neighborhood every rat in the neighborhood comes in the yard trying to so there I, you go. I've called, uh, I've called my wife much worse yeah. uh, <laughs> she does love a good pecan yeah the odds are that was a steward and so it's not as tasty as some of the yeah. paper shell those it's still a pecan. There's not rats. They're the squirrels that have mange they're <laughs> rats no what was you because we have a couple thing, of I live I live yes, over sir. here at uh, 410 Cherry Ridge. The only rain we've got is just enough to kick up the dust, and that's it over here. Yeah, we didn't get much. You're 410 and what? And Cherry Ridge? Yeah. 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 Yeah, you I do got it? 59 drops. Yeah. How many drops do you think you got, David? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, just enough to kick up the dust. Dust, okay. 57, I think. Yeah. Oh, God. Hey, hey, yeah, uh, and another, you, you know those jokes, uh, you know you're a redneck if you leave your Christmas lights up all year. Right. Well, here, I got another one. You know you're getting old if you start feeding the cat, neighborhood cats, and because now we have, of course, these older people that moved in, and they started feeding all these cats that, and then now they got like, 15, 20 cats, and I tell you what, if you even mentioned or talked about them, it's like you're talking about their kids. Yeah, people. So, well, these cats are coming into the yard now and getting into the garden and making the mess. So is there any way that you can put in there or besides getting a dog? Trace, we, yeah, the dog won't help. All uh, right, so <laughs> almost everything you do is temporary. 
the only thing I've found that has some longevity is, and this does, this goes back to our other conversation, mm-hmm. pecan shell mulch. So if you okay. put a thick layer of pecan shell mulch in, it's sharp. They don't want to walk on it, and they're far less likely to squat on it. But you got <laughs> but you got to fluff it up pretty regular and keep it sharp. So you do have to replace it, and it's expensive. David, yeah, we, I was we, we've say got to get find it. We've got to get to the news. We'll keep answering this uh, when we come back. All right, back in a moment on 9:30 a.m. This is the answer. We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The Answer 210-308-8867. Uh, David, my advice. <coughs> excuse me. We're live here from Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And my advice is um, I'm sure they have seen it before and they can help you. And that's the San Antonio Feral Cat Coalition. Uh, they're good people. They, they you know, uh, they do a lot with uh, helping to spay and neuter feral cats. But um, they, they know these cats. Uh, like like the, the back of their paws, they know these cats. So they can uh, they can probably say... What we've seen that works is blank. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, like we've seen orange oil work or the pecan mulch or whatever to kind of keep them out of your yard. And I think if you can kind of get them, this is, this is not, this is a theory of mine, and you've heard how well my theories go. If you can get them to kind of begin to go someplace else, they'll stay away from you. But I'm not sure that's right. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. So we've got a couple rain reports. Jerry reports. 59 uh, drops. There you go. We have uh, David, who reported just enough to kick up the dust. Mm -hmm. We have Al, back at the station, who reported rain in uh, the the Alamo Heights, Terrell Hills area. Uh, But he didn't say how much. He just said it rained at his place. Uh, So um, we're eager to see how much it rained at your place at 210-308. 8867. We have one vote against pecan trees by David, and we have two, actually. I think Jerry voted against it. I'm voting for them. I like them, although maybe not near the house or under the car, over the cars. Hmm. That sticky stuff is hard to get off the car. I mean, you got to really wash the car. It's sticky stuff. What's that sticky stuff, Jerry? Don't, don't. Oh, <laughs> you know better than that, Mark. <laughs> it's aphid scat. <laughs> is that accurate? It's yeah, sweet. Yeah. They call it honey. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, tr- I tried to get Milton to lick it. No, I it, it, it up, sweet yeah. like honey. Before or after you told him what it was? Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, we've been talking about it for several yeah, years. I know. I, uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah. Tim is on the line at 210-308-8867. I'm curious to see how this hmm. turns out. You've got a mountain laurel, it sounds like, and maybe an issue going on. Hi, Tim. First off, real quick, how much, how much rain did you get? Did you get any? Uh, maybe uh, less than a tenth of an inch. <laughs> oh, geez. We didn't okay. get much. I, I, this um, idea is turning into be very depressing. Yeah. <laughs> idea for the Rain Rangers. Okay. Well, what's your question? Let's let, let the guys help you. So I've got uh, several purple mountain laurels, and um, I have one. It's probably 12 feet high or so, and over the last few years, I've just noticed the leaves are 
darker on it, and it just doesn't put on as many leaves. The bark sort of looks blacker, I would say, than than the other uh, than the others. And then now, I mean, at this point this year, I, I can tell it's that one's going. It's not going to make it. And then I've got a couple others that are kind of probably a few years behind it on the same same thing and i don't see any insects i'm trying to figure out uh what's what's going on with it or what's likely to be going on with it how often are you watering it um not not very often really okay that was the proper that was the proper answer i was trying to trick you um (laughs) yes it's yeah if you're watering once a month that's probably appropriate um so the greatest pest to Texas mountain laurels is the one that walks on two feet. So uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah. want to water it, and you don't want to over-fertilize it. Um, there isn't a lot of pests. There's a there's a um, box elder-looking bug, and then there's the Sephora Genesta caterpillar. Uh-huh. I think Jerry named. I think you were the <laughs> namer of that. I don't know. Um, uh, so uh, I... I don't really want. I don't really know unless they would. It got some. Some. Uh, mis- Could it be mis- a fungal disease or? Well, the most of the fungus you have to create a scenario which is appropriate to the fungus, and usually that's overwatering. Overwatering, uh, yeah. Uh, so that that's why yeah. that was the first thing I asked you. Whether yeah, you watering. And it's not yeah, collecting it's water not from condensate or. From watering the lawn or anything like that, is there? What are we talking about? No. So Texas no. mountain laurel is the bark is turning dark and the the leaves are starting to die did and it's ha- progressive. Yeah. Did you happen to fertilize it? Yeah. Well, that's the one I was getting okay. on. Right. Yeah. Um, so so uh, I was getting towards Tim. Did you get that question? No, I didn't. All right. So Trace asked if he had fertilized it, and I was kind of leaning towards uh, if you had. Uh, an herbicide, and a lot of times weed and feed uh, is a cause no. to Texas on no, lower demise. Is that what you Yeah, I never sir? use the weed and feed because I, I know I was, I've heard, I was just I've going heard, with uh, nitrogen. Yeah. So yeah. Any- <clears throat> I, haven't, I haven't fertilized it either. I, I mean, it's maybe maybe a few years ago, lightly, but not no. not really. It's it's in a you know pretty native area of my yard, and I pretty much leave it alone. So it's a it's a legume. Uh, so it should make its own nitrogen. So a lot of people will fertilize them and try to make them grow faster. And that uh-huh. can send it right over a cliff. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I say you're doing really well. You're, you're not watering. <laughs> you're not fertilizing. Uh, is it in full sun? It is in full sun. Okay. Um, well. Well, uh, there's a canker, a uh, bacterial canker that uh, you periodically takes out main branches and that thing but uh it doesn't it doesn't take out doesn't take out the whole plant it doesn't take out the whole thing no uh, you, it's yeah. black uh right right under the bark usually closer to the ground but yeah. uh one, one thing you could do if, if you're a brave man is is cut it down cut it yeah. down to yeah. the ground and if you if you think it's on the way out, what do you got to lose? And yeah. Just c- cut it down to the ground and let it re-sprout. 
and, and see if it see if it puts any any shoots back off. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think I'm you... probably going to do that because I'm I'm worried about. I've I've been worried that if there was a fungus on it, that it you know that it would be spreading or whatever. So no, we don't know what causes that canker. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, sorry well, about I, that. <laughs> that's all right. Well, no. I appreciate it. It's good to know that you were doing everything right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank well, you. Well, keep guys. us informed, okay? Call us and tell us what what you did and if it worked. What or not. happens? Yeah. All right. Tell us we'll if do. it passes. <laughs> okay. All right, Tim. Okay. All right, thank you. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. The other thing you missed, Trace, is that uh, I'm now regretting my call for rains, or for <laughs> rain numbers, because we're not getting many. Is, is it, uh, I was going to say, did it depress you? But apparently it did, just it's the, the, it, the wrong direction. Yeah, it's depressing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's and and we were supposed to have it rain today. Today oh, and then wow. So should I have my For, wife call the show? Why? Did she make it rain? It rained. Or did you get a lot of rain I, in your house? I got a lot of rain. Oh, did you? When nothing happened here. Oh, how weird is that? It was, uh, it was very strange. I only live like five minutes away. Whenever I <laughs> So our building is over there. And I can kind of see approximately where Millburgers is. And it looks like every storm comes through and just settles over you guys, but I guess not. Uh, no, there's an umbrella right over Millburgers. Ah. <laughs> okay. Well, you kind of like that, don't you? Uh, so it's a double-edged sword. When it, when it rains, uh, you'd think it'd be less work for us. Yeah. But it actually is more work for us. Hmm. We have to go clean up all the vincas and everything that yeah. got damaged. That's true. Uh, granted, we don't have to water right away, but um, then then we have to clean up all the debris that came out of the trees. So it's, it's just as much, <laughs> if not more, work huh. than actually watering the plants. That's interesting. All right, I'm going to give the weather forecast. Uh, some of you may be sitting in the splash zone. You may want to cover yourselves to be careful. Uh, I left the windows down in my truck. Thank you. I, I don't think we can hit that, the windows. <laughs> What's that? I don't think we can hit the windows. <laughs> No, 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 he becomes the splash. Yeah, I know. No, okay, no, no. I <laughs> yeah. 20% chance of showers today after 4. All right, 20%. Wow. <laughs> 10% of showers today before 7 p.m. Oh, goody. Oh. That was me. Oh. That was, yeah, I thought, how did he do that? <laughs> or, or did he do something Ventriloquist, else? huh? Yeah. Showers and thunderstorms likely tomorrow after 4 p.m. How much? Partly sunny with a high near 93. Index is high, higher than that, near 100. <laughs> uh, wind gusts as high as 20. Yeah, I think. Chance of precipitation. Oh, it is going to get, oh, we're going to get sprayed here in a minute. Chance of precipitation is 60%. Where? Tomorrow. Oh. Yeah. New rainfall amounts At less than time? a tenth of an inch. What time tomorrow? Uh, after 4. Okay, so they mostly listen to me. I, I, it can rain all at once as long as it's at night. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> and forget about the part where it says less than a tenth of an inch. Oh, no. It uh, says that. Uh, you missed that? I said that before. I was, I know, no, you're I was trying to rush through that one, yeah, so I didn't get sprayed. <laughs> I thought uh, they got over that. <laughs> and then Sunday night, chance of rain is 60%. It does not tell how much. They're forty percent on Monday, twenty percent on Monday night. It got to rain with yeah. all those percentage, high percentages. Actually, there's a twenty percent chance every day except Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. They could, they could make it 
20% chance all the way You're to... so negative. Christmas. Okay. You, speaking of uh, rain and water, mm-hmm, do, mm-hmm. Do, y'all, do you sell uh, those uh, Rainbird timers? Rain? Yeah, I do have timers. Uh, I can't remember the brand off the top of my head, but it's not that brand. But it's it's a it's water timer, yes. right? Does it actually count down minutes and hours, or does it... Uh, go by water flow so of course he's asked me a question i can't answer oh uh so i started the year with like three types right one that was like an egg timer yep. i think those are gone so you crank it on and once it finishes it's whatever you set it for it cuts the water off okay. then i had an electric electric uh, battery one i guess you'd say uh you don't put electricity next to water spigot no it's a bad um, idea that was a almost like that where you had some some control over it but it was within 24 hours control and then we had one that uh would control for like a week hmm. go off at different times so i'm looking for that little cheap one about the egg timer <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> when yeah. you hear the bell you go out to the, uh, the uh, I, I knew i knew my but, own answer before yeah. asking but, but you're out of that one right yeah I, i'll go double check but i'm pretty sure i'm uh, out Okay. I, I may have one in the secret mark storage. Oh, oh okay. No, you think, do you have, get one do you have two? Now, if you have if you have no, two, no. no uh, I may uh, have <laughs> um, now, on I thought that, maybe it was a sauce. On that, I thought you were going to allude to something. That you don't turn the water full blast on the on the egg timer. No, you don't, you you don't blow, you blow them up. Yeah, yeah. Oops. Uh, that is that why you need a new one? I was going to say that explains a lot. Okay. Uh, does it say that on the instructions? I don't think it does. Uh, yeah, it does. Um, yeah, because that's the one we got where it says uh, quarter turn, maybe half turn. Okay. On that. So you're not full blast uh, because that can be a lot, that sounds a lot like of pressure. A, that sounds like a really good saws giveaway for one of these shows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can do that. Actually, right. actually uh, both uh, the Trinity Glen Rose um, – Groundwater District and, and us, we had a, we had a package of them or a quantity of them. I don't know what I did with mine. I'll have to look. Yeah, yeah. okay. See what you did. But you want the egg timer where you turn yeah. on the sprinkler, you set the timer, timer for yeah. the end of Anna, and when it end. dings, you walk back out to the yard and you turn it off. <laughs> no, no, I it won't. Turns <laughs> off by itself. Yes, the, I know. The deal is, I'm working on a write-up about using our tree hugger. Oh, okay. So you're trying to, and it's very low volume. Okay. Right. So if you use one of those timers that re- needs flow of water to count off the time. Oh, then it wouldn't work. Yeah, you just have to have one that just is a timer. I'm okay. The, you know. Yeah. Okay. What Robert. Calling egg. <laughs> what are y'all calling? Egg timer. Robert is on the line. He's going to give us a rain report, and he's got a palm tree question. Hey, Robert. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. I guess, do you want to start with the rain report? Yeah, that's simple. I'm about two, a little over two miles southeast of where y'all are now. I got an inch and a half over the three days of rain. Wow. Okay. So he's close to me. Yeah. Can you notice it? Does it make, did it make a difference? It sure made the evenings cool. Okay. Well, that's good <laughs> enough. I'll take that. Well, yeah, congratulations. Sitting outside is a lot nicer. 
I've got a freebie from the garden, uh, Washingtonian or Mexican fan palm, I guess is what we call them. I, I planted it, you know, I dug it up when I planted the fall garden last year. It's in a three gallon pot. Will that continue to grow in a larger, like half whiskey barrel pot, or should I find a spot in the landscape for it? (laughs) So yes, it it will. (laughs) Uh, but at some point it's a very fibrous root plant. So it needs to stay shallow-rooted, but it needs to expand some. So I'm thinking that that pot's going to limit it in the long run. I figure I've got 20 years left. Uh, it'll be near the ground long before that. Okay. You're going to get sick of water again. what it was, yeah. Okay. You say, I'll you find say, a home. You say you got 20 years? That's, a, that's an estimate. Then it will oh, pass. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was yeah. Say, then you all sound be... like you got 20 years. He sounds like he's got 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, it will break the pot, or more likely it will get into the bottom of the container, into the ground. Okay, no problem. It. I've got plenty of plenty of room in the yard. I can find a home for it. Good for you. Thank you. all have a great Plus, day. Plus, apparently plenty of rain, huh, Robert? Yeah. Mr. Bragger. Times, I well, I tell you, my, 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 brother, my brother lives at Fort, across from Fort Sam and Terrell Hills. The same time frame, he got two-tenths of an inch. Oh. So, yeah. So, people are jealous. I do have bragging rights for the week. <laughs> Yay. Okay. We'll, we'll be happy for bragging rights then. Thanks. Thank you, you man. Have a great day. You too. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What else, Trace? What else is going on? I'm trying to think of anything new that came <laughs> in. And okay. I, well, I, can't, I can't come up with anything. I got a question for Trace. Oh, dear. Run, Trace, run. <laughs> uh, uh, our buddy Neil says, uh, wait for cooler weather and early fall rainfall to fertilize turf and landscape plants. I think he's right on that. They are too stressed from the heat and drought to utilize fertilizer properly. <clears throat> That's true. They they have to be growing. Okay, but it's contradic- contradictory to David cutting perennials back at the mid to end of August and feeding them. So what am I supposed to believe? Yeah. Mm. Between, early let, fall. Let's see. Between David and Neil? Yes. Who am I supposed to believe? Neil. What? What? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going with David. Yeah, yeah I'm going with David, too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. David but, knows San Antonio. But anyway, they're going to they're gonna have. If it grows, he knows. Remember that. <laughs> He's from here. Yeah, that's right. There you go. There like you go. That. that could be a slogan. Yeah. I was just saying, define early fall. Didn't you ever like a question on it? It's no, this, it's this early fall. Cooler weather oh, and cooler early weather. fall. Well, there you Rainfall. go. Well, I, I don't know about y'all, but I f- it's like a cold front right now. <laughs> yeah, well, what is the been. temperature? <laughs> no, as I said, cooler weather is relative. So yeah, but that uh, it's ninety-five. That's without, that's pretty without, good. Yeah, we've had shows that started off at a hundred. So <laughs> this is okay with us. Yeah, without some rainfall, it's going to be tough to. Get them to uptake fertilizer. They've got to have moisture no, no, they, to take up the fertilizer. So you're assuming that people aren't watering their plants. Huh? Uh-huh. You're you're just assuming people aren't watering their plants. Why do we need rainfall when they have a water hose? Uh, 
Because they generally do not apply enough water at yeah. the right amount. Y'all don't know my wife very no well. Uh, I do know your wife. And I know. She's the exception to the rule. Do we want to compare uh, water bills? Uh, so she didn't tell me the dollar figure, but she said, Honey, the water bill is $150 more than it was. Oh, jeez. She so. is. <laughs> I was upset with mine being $96. He won't even flush the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, uh, also, uh, Neil says, be on the lookout for webworms and pecans, mulberries, and others. The uh, Has anybody seen webworms? Nope. Nope. I think it's too dry, <laughs> too hot <laughs> to dry for the, <laughs> I think the. I think the birds all ate the moth. Uh, <laughs> well, that could be. But... Uh, we, he talks about the easiest to use a long-handled pole pruner to clip them out of the trees as they get started. Or if you can find one, find some webworms, just tear the nest open and let the wasp do the, do the trick for you. Absolutely. Thanks to Malcolm Beck. Hey, we need to take a quick break. Sorry, did you, were you finished? If you're not finished, keep going. I'm not, I'm not past. I know. <laughs> I didn't mean finish like that. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Jerry will still be with us when we come back. Maybe. Call us at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM. The and welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. Let's go right to the phone lines and talk to Joyce at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Joyce. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Of course, rain would make everything better. But uh, Did you get any rain? I'm things. scared to ask. <laughs> this past week? <laughs> the laugh should tell you something there. Oh, yeah. There I, that, enough said. There, there, there was a cute little joke that uh, somebody had that was saying, that the only rain gauges we needed around here was a bottle cap, and that's probably yeah. true. But my it's question sad, but true. with palm trees, I've been given two palm trees, and I have never heard of them, and which usually means it's not going to do great. But anyway, they were gifts, so I had them. And I wondered if any of your folks who know about those things might have might could tell me anything about them. The name is, it's either Bismarckia or Bismarcka. I can right, read so the Bismarck. Bismarck a is a blue palm that is not wonderfully cold tolerant. So in my <laughs> mind, it's not a matter of if we get cold enough to kill it is when. It's like a Hesper. Okay. Uh, it looks like a, like a uh, Mexican fan. Yeah. But the the fronds are smaller; they stick closer, uh, almost like sable. Yeah, it's but an they, interesting but color. But they have a blue hue to mm. the to the fronds. It's mm. really cool looking. But if you plant that thing in the ground, it's just a matter of time before God takes it home. Could she do it <laughs> in the uh, in a pot? Or well, same as the other guy. It's going to eventually. It's going to eventually, and then that one can get pretty tall. Now we may all be dead by the time it gets tall. Mm. But yeah. uh, same same problem. Uh, Cold is all, it gets big. What we can do with it? Yeah, yeah. you got to okay, lay it over, haul it in the garage. 
Well, yeah. Uh, the individual is very well-meaning, but uh, uh, anyway, I just was curious. I thought it, that it was a very, be very nice gift. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's, I it's not say. a very common one. It's beautiful. <laughs> if you look online, look at the pictures. We've had some. It is oh, a color, but that with that bluish tint to it, but I was it, afraid it probably was not cold-hardy for here. Yeah, and so even a mediocre I'm winter took our two out. Someday I will get to kiss it goodbye then, so okay. Oh, she's a listener. (laughs) Did you say you got two of them? Did you have two Two different ones or two of them? Two Two, of them. Two of them. Okay. Why, you want one? No, no, no. No, no, no. I thought she said she had two different varieties, too. No, no. I understood. That was all, that's the only one. They're in, I guess, about a five-gallon size. I don't know what oh. uh, the new sizes are, but it it looks something that that would be, I would say, a four-gallon because it looks a little bit smaller, but it's bigger than quart size. Yeah. So anyway, well, I it, will enjoy it while I have it. There you go. Yeah. That's just what I was going to say. Enjoy it while you, ha- you can. I maybe bump it up just a little bit bigger, and and then that, and then leave it there for a while. And we have lovely and, palm fertilizer here. Hmm. <laughs> well, I probably could yes. use some of that, too. So, okay, thank you very much for your help. I appreciate it. Sure, Joyce. Thanks for calling. Thanks for being a listener. All right, 210-308-8867. I know she listens by her comment about kissing Kiss a goodbye, goodbye, which somebody to my left said. Wait, is that what she said? I think she said. I think she said that I'll. Yeah. You didn't hear? No, no. Did you not hear her say that? I, I heard her say it. He said someday yeah. I'll probably have to kiss it goodbye. Oh, okay. So I knew that. It, <laughs> That's a dead giveaway. She was a listener, Bill. Yes. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. All a, right. Yes, sir. Got a question about uh, uh, what can be done about mealybugs? On what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a. Huge infestation of mealybugs. They have covered zinnias, almond verbena, hibiscus, blue mist, tomatoes, almost everything. I have sprayed many times what will control them. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, Neil answered. He, he missed oh. this one. It's very, it's very. Did David un- get it right? I bet you David would have gotten it right. It's very unusual to have bad outbreaks outdoors. Now I, I have, we used to have bad outbreaks in a greenhouse. In, yeah, a greenhouse in a greenhouse uh, with no top on it, and those damn things. The only way we found to control them was cut that, yeah. cut that limb that they're on off of that plant and throw it outside in the heat. But uh, as far as sprays are concerned, wouldn't touch them. So, acephate? See, I was, I was gonna say, well, the first thing I said, I would have gone and cut everything down. Yeah, well, I would right. cut off the worst sections. Right. But I would try to <laughs> ma- acephate or middle of corporate. Yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah. I go. I am a dacoprid. So, 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 different ways. Now, in my mind, zinnias. I would probably pull them up, throw them them away, not even try cutting them back. That's the best way to do it. We had had it on citrus and uh, hibiscus. They're bad on hibiscus. Citrus is what I would always think. I think my answer would be the same on the tomato. Uh, Dig it up, throw it away, buy a new one. Yeah, that's that's the best control. So, what did Neil have to say? 
We are all eagerly. He said, uh, by the time you're there, as bad as you describe, it's hard to get insecticides to all of the insects. That's right. You have to be persistent. No, persistence <laughs> does not work. <laughs> I've had, I've always had better luck using systemic insecticide, although that won't work with tomatoes. It won't work with. Used by to. the time you see them, by the time you see them, in the, I, we had our bad outbreaks in the fall, and by the time you see them. The plant can't uptake the systemic insecticide, and uh, we sprayed directly on the on the dale with something better, <laughs> more toxic than uh, we tried everything and we couldn't get rid of. But uh, that that was also the one that our grower over there told us about a trick. He said. Those mealybugs are on the bottom of the pots and around the rim of the pots. Underneath the little lip. Yeah, underneath the lip. And uh, and uh, he says when you get mealybugs on on a plant like that, take them out. Uh, you you can spray them or cut off that branch and take them out of the pot that they're in and put them in a new pot that's not doesn't have the, other mealy yeah. bugs ready to come up up uh, on your plant, and uh, put it put it. I put we put them out in the sun, <laughs> and uh, you could hear them screaming out there, Melvin. Mealy bug, you're a terrible thing. But uh, <laughs> uh, that got rid of. We couldn't figure out how they were getting reinfested yeah. so quickly. So if you've got mealy bugs on your plant, uh, that's where they're coming from. Even if you, a lot of people pick them off and uh, uh, squeeze them and whatever. In other words, check check the bottom. Yeah. Check the bottom. Yeah, yeah. And that worked. That worked. But until we did that, it was a grower that passed that along to us. That's well, good. Well, and they've got a vested interest in. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. They've definitely got a dog in the hunt. But I was going to say, do we see? Have we seen a lot of mealy bugs? A lot of scale recently? I, no. Not, not, not so much. No. I haven't seen it. The plants are dying before they yeah, get Yeah, I know. That's now. Okay, I was leaning <laughs> towards that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> talk about uh, fall vegetables. Finish planting beans, squash, cucumbers, and corn very soon. Very soon. It's time. What about What about tomatoes? Milton? What about tomatoes? No. Time to plant them now. 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 Yeah, he's talking. Uh, well, he, he uh, Neil, <laughs> checked in with tomatoes several weeks ago. Uh, Drop whatever you're doing. Race out burgers. to Millburgers right now. <laughs> but the neat, th- neat thing about. We'll be having lines. Out here, they've got gallons. Yes. Which. Uh, yeah, the smaller ones would be pl- have been planted in July. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But since a lot of people didn't plant a small one, the, the no, no, the gallons will make up for yeah, lost time. I, I, I was, you know, I was, I was saying that about that. Now is the time, but I didn't end that by saying, and you're going to use gallons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
And a cherry tomatoes. He'll mm-hmm. have. I don't. I don't know if he got cherry. Yeah, tomatoes. we we have some out there. Is that uh, right? Yeah. Uh, Supposedly on, on my sheet here. And he says, plant fall annuals like marigolds and zinnias. And I, uh, I was going to say, guess what we have <laughs> out there <laughs> Lots right of now? Zinnias. Mm-hmm. We have zinnias and we have some marigolds. Oh, is that right? Yeah, the first table. And celosis from four-inch pots. Buy plants that are just showing color, not those in full bloom. You're not going to be able to find those. Everybody's selling them in full bloom. Why? 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 Because you bring them to the nursery and everybody buys the ones. There you go. The blooming specimens tend, uh, tend to stall after planting. Watch, too, for petunia transplants in Texas nursery in the next several weeks. Uh, so, uh, in this hot weather, about the only petunia I would try to plant would be uh, Laura Bush. Yes, absolutely. And uh, that was actually selected for heat tolerance mm-hmm. and cold tolerance. But uh, we we won't have plants of those. But uh, they, they we've proven that marigolds will bloom more and for longer in the fall uh, than uh, than they will in the spring. Yeah. And they don't have to worry about spider mites. Yes. And that's I, for, for all you new people here in town. Buy your marigolds in the fall. Yeah. They're not going to do that. No, I know. It's <laughs> the word of the wise. Uh, but anyway. That's uh, some information you might want to take home. Okay. And it says, uh, new, plant new lawns as soon as possible to give the grass time to become well established before winter. <laughs> uh, this depends, of course, on your local water restriction. Sod can be planted into September. Sod can be planted in South, South Texas 12 months out of the year. Yeah. Except for now, when yeah. it's this hot. Yeah, right. I was going to say. say. So that, uh, the last time I talked with Dr. Worley um, at another meeting, and uh, it said it, it wasn't the temperature so much for the St. Augustine. It was actually consistent watering, even during the wintertime, uh-huh. consistent watering. Because we are, ah, you couldn't, you can't do it. It's temperature, temperature. It's going, well, what we found as you can do it 12 months out of the year. Yeah. you just got to be consistent watering. So for people right now, uh, if you live in the Saws area, uh, you'll get a, and it's a brand new landscape. It has to be brand new. Sorry, I scared you. About I know, you frightened me. Um, it has to be, uh, you, you will get a 35-day variance. Oh, good. Water went Monday through Friday. That's nice. Yes. Okay, uh, and they can they can try those those new uh, uh, grasses you were talking about. Yeah. are they on the market now? Uh, I believe I'm not going to say yes. I'm not going to say no. But there has been talk. <laughs> There's been talk. Can you slap him where you're sitting? <laughs> <on me? laughs> 
There will be a few people. Nobody was there'll actually. There will be a few people who know what movie that's from. No one was actually <laughs> yeah. hurt in the making of this radio yeah. show, though, by the way. Uh, so, uh, I, I, you know what? I think next year, next spring, because I think when we talked about Pro Vista, uh, uh, Mr. Milberger said, you know, he has everybody ready online, ready to go. And I got the impression from that that, yeah, they're in production right now. And it'll be next year. So I'm thinking the same thing with the Cobalt. Yeah. Well, you know, um, that new one that's Roundup Resistant yeah. uh, is uh, Trace has had pallets of that. Here. Oh, he has already. Well, yeah, then I take yeah. it back. I did. But I, I, I don't know if he still got them, but uh, he had, when, we, when uh, Arthur... Uh, wrote me about mm-hmm. it to, to start promoting it uh, I asked Trace did he have it and he said yeah got a oh, well, whole pallet out well I was going to say that's that's good that, that the, probl- yeah. the problem is it's very expensive twice as expensive as Floortown uh-huh. but it may be the last one you buy there you, there you go maybe Isn't that's that? what Trace said yeah <laughs> Well, we hope. Right. We hope. Anyway, we have, on that note, we got lots of different uh, cultivars out here, and they're all on display. I still like FJ Select. That's still one of my favorites, St. Augustine's. And I like Jammer Zoysia. Yeah. Uh, good news. Uh, Neil wrote about... Uh, uh, they they are thinking that uh, my annual bluegrass is developing a tolerance to the pre-emergent herbicides. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, they can't, an annual pour. Yeah. Yeah. And they can't control it with the reg- regular herbicide that you can buy. Now, see, I I like you and Calvin's response to they to. Rescue grass and annual poa, <laughs> and I use it frequently. It's good. Uh, it's green. Yeah, it's green in the winter time. What are you complaining about? <laughs> I've got I've got uh, a <laughs> bare spots that I, I unwatered in my backyard, and uh, large black uh, bare spots. Now I didn't have any bluegrass uh, last year. Mm-hmm. I guess it was too dry or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm hoping that we'll get some rains and that yeah. annual bluegrass will come up yeah. in those bare spots. Yeah, folks, this is the, the native Texas yeah. uh, bluegrass, not the Kentucky bluegrass that you may be thinking of. So but it looks bad. It, it looks, looks good. Like it. Yeah, it looks like it. It's nice and fine and feathery. Yeah, it's nice. Hey, we need to take a break. Uh-oh. Give me uh, a break. Are you through? I mean, are you at a stopping point? No, we're having fun now. Jerry and I are rolling. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry to be a spoiled sport. That's all right. We're going to take a quick break and be back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, and you can be a part of the show at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. i 
to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, nobody on the line, so this is time to call us at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. You mentioned the zinnias. They've got the super six-packs of the, of the zinnias, too, here. So uh, he got he got some. That's what made me think of it. I'll Be- show him. Better get them before Calvin. Yeah, when Calvin comes back, you're being... <laughs> it's too late. He loves those zinnias. Yeah. <laughs> On this, on this, uh, and their perfusion isn't that the one that he really likes? Yeah, no, well, no, no. Um, <laughs> I can't think of it. Perfusion, yeah, maybe. Maybe perfusion. okay. We'll look at them tomorrow. We'll talk I, I, more I, about. I like the little gold ones. They're okay. not yeah. perfusion. <laughs> the uh, on the control of this bluegrass mm-hmm. in the lawn, getting back to the annual bluegrass. Which is being resistant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or getting resistant. said if annual bluegrass does become a problem, why would it become a it's problem? It's not a problem. In it's a, green in, a ter- in January. It's beautiful grass. In a turf grass area, it can be dug up easily before it is well established. I never thought about digging it up. Large patches may be difficult to dig up. And a herbicide may be required. If a herbicide, if a herbicide is chosen, it is best to start treatments in the fall before seeds germinate. Uh huh. That would That's be what now. We yeah. <laughs> and we recommend. It, it, we have a few. It, 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 crew, it, it, crew <laughs> is our is Trace and I's new one. Yeah, it's so dry. It both. They're not going to germinate in the spring. When the seed heads become visible, mow the lawn frequently at two inches high with a bagger on the mower to collect annual bluegrass seeds to help prevent seed spread. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, what does that tell us, Milton? If you want to plant new areas, you go ahead and mow the lawn at two inches high with a bagger on the mower to collect the annual bluegrass seed. And then, and then sprinkle you it. sprinkle those right. cuttings in a uh, in a bar- barren area. That's hey, a good yeah, idea. I yeah. saw that Neil actually had a really good statement. He said, "I know today is amazing." <laughs> uh, he was recommending growing at a standard rate year round rather than moving it up and down, and and I believe that too. I. Speaking of two inches, that's the one I recommend. Uh, mm-hmm. No matter what your grass has, standard, two inches year-round. Mm. And then certain times of the year, you're going to use a bag. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. 210-308-8867. Anyway, I just can't believe that they're all worried about poa and rescue grass. <laughs> because herbicide resistance by annual bluegrass has recently emerged. It is best to alternate between two different types of pre-emergent herbicides for the best weed grass control. And they recommend that for insecticides. Yeah, yeah. They've been doing that for a long time. So, and then they, they, uh, he used a deal by, uh, let's see, where is it from? Yeah, by the way, I just, I realized this was not the paper that you were reading from. This was from his newsletter. Oh, okay. Neil's newsletter. Yeah, because uh, uh, and he yeah he couldn't go into such depth on um, no. the previous question that Jerry was reading. For I went, oh, 
This is from the newsletter. Yeah, right. So, uh, and he got the uh, he he quotes uh, he he quotes a, a publication from. Uh oh. Now, come on, you can do it. Mm -hmm. Annual bluegrass control from Clemson ah, University. Clemson. Clemson is a. Fact sheet. Annual bluegrass control. Clemson and Actually, all the, the Southeast Conference schools, they're all big. Well, I guess Florida's not Southeast, but anything in the Southeast United States. Clemson yeah. and Georgia and Florida, uh, Alabama. They all have big turf craft programs. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway. Let's see, I mentioned petunias must be planted very early in the spring, two to three weeks prior to average date of last killing freeze, and very early fall, late August into now, September. Are they talking seed or are they talking about plants? Plants. Okay. So they can bloom in cool, moist condition. That's right, and most of the time... I'd say, well, I know Laura Bush does. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they uh, overwinter here. I, I was going to say, as, as I just use Laura Bush. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then I was also going to say, cool and moist in South Texas. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, Would that be? <laughs> but anyway, the uh, um, the they'll overwinter. They'll burn back. Uh, if we have a hard freeze, but uh, the the main main body of the plant will uh, send up, uh, stay small and develop a root system. So when spring comes around, for the eight or ten hours that we have it, uh, <laughs> uh, the petunias will be yeah. beautiful. I'm, you know, when you're saying that, I was thinking. Did, didn't I see some look really good after the the snow, the freeze will get them, the snow will get them, whatever we're calling them? Yeah. I, th I think a couple weeks after February 15th, I'm like, huh, those petunias look really good. I yeah, think they're yeah. lower bush. <laughs> uh, so well, um, I, don't worry about the freezes, in other <laughs> words. I first uh, got a lesson in that because I thought – they would freeze down, kill them. But uh, the botanical garden, uh -huh. when Paul was out there, and I forget who was in charge of the color beds out there, but they would plant fall petunias and uh, really be yeah. kick-ass pretty in the spring. And then people would go out there and see them, kind of like blue bonnets. Mm -hmm. They'd go out and see them and rush out and buy petunias. In the late spring, and the heat would nail them. Yeah. So uh, they, they they knew what to do right time. Uh, <laughs> this is funny. Uh, Neil gives hints to people about how to have a control. Uh, have a good garden, and he says, "Know the correct names of all the plants that you're growing in your landscape." Keep a list or the name tag so you'll know who 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 the parents yeah. are if you ever need to reach out for help or patients. Or. 
always tell people, <laughs> this is Niels Perry, I always tell people to think how it would be if they were to call a vet and ask about an animal, but they didn't know if they had a greyhound or a goldfish. No, that's that's that, that's good. That's really yeah. <laughs> and that, that's good advice because yeah, I don't know how many times that people I go, oh, what kind of plant was it? Well, they may know the plant, but they don't know the species. I mean, yeah. the, the selection or anything like that. Yeah. I'm like, save your tags, folks. <laughs> save your tags. Yeah. Well, now actually, you can do it with with uh, with your phone. Just take a picture, and you may be able to even. Maybe I Google or identify. Well, or no, no. I just meant to take to, a picture to, to, to and type, in, in, a type in the name. Yeah. yeah. Like Jerry. Wrote, I don't know. Jerry number one. Jerry number two. That's right. Yeah. Fred one. Fred. Fred, Fred one. Fred two. Well. All right. Oh, that's a good good advice. Yeah, I did. Yeah. All right. But well, you know what? Save for more, the rest. Yes. But for more good advice. Yes. Oh, nice. Go for oh, it. Oh, yeah. Nice. Come back with us to and join us tomorrow. Yeah, but what if they want to go online and get good advice? Oh, yes. Plantanswers.com. Plantanswers.com. And then GardenStyleSanAntonio.com. Your, yep. your, air, your, your two sources of excellent information. That's right. And uh, you have anything to do with that garden style? Yes, San I Antonio. do. Com? Okay. Yes, I do. Cool. Um. I'm going to get my copies. So I enjoy it. So, okay. yeah. All right. Oh, oh uh, I'm going to be having the next generation. Byron Cox is going to write an article in the next. Oh week. my goodness! Yeah. Wow, that's cool. On the next uh, issue. Yep. Next to whichever one I decide. All right, you'll have to kind of send out like a little press release. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to say goodbye <laughs> for today, but we're back tomorrow at Millburgers. Mark will be with us, and we'll have lots more fun. So uh, get those gardening questions ready. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Thanks to Al doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick, and this, of course, is 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>